the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's going on, everybody? Another Alcatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970, The Answer, the day after the 4th of July. We've got a great guest that's going to be joining me this hour. The usual news and notes to get to. A little Jimi Hendrix doing the Star Spangled Banner at Woodstock back in 1969. First, how can you follow me very easily on Twitter, at Alcatulo, Instagram at Catulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com, iTunes, Google Play, just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast. You'll find the shows on those two platforms. We're on Alexa as well, uh, Radio.com, iHeartRadio, and of course we're on the Hopped Up Network. Just head over to the HoppedUpNetwork.com. You can listen to the podcast version of this program uh, Monday mornings uh, before 6 a.m. I usually have it up there. Now, coming up in 20 minutes, Matthew Green from Untied Brewing will join me. They're out of New Providence, New Jersey. I'm going to chat with Matt about the changes that he's made to his brewery to assist him during the pandemic. He has an outdoor beer garden open, and he's got a great little location uh, right in the town of New Providence, New Jersey. Uh, it's a couple of blocks from the train uh, train stop, um, but it's in a nice industrial park area. When I say nice, I mean he's got space. So now with, uh, you know, outdoor areas open, and I know indoor areas are going to be opening very soon, but limited uh, to 50% of their capacity or even less than that, um, Matt has a nice little space set up in his uh, area, in his industrial park, where you can sit out and you can drink a beer and you can have a good time uh, while doing it, and of course practicing proper social distancing. That'll be coming up in just about 20 minutes from now. Before we get into the news, though, I do want to thank... The good folks at Heavy Seas Beer, they sent me um, a couple of samples of world-famous Pilsner, which we'll be reviewing tonight on the program in our Suds and Duds segment. But I have to tell you, when the box came, and it came the Friday before last, and it, 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 you know, I opened up the box, I figured there'd be just a couple of beers in here, but the packaging was phenomenal. It came in a, in a bucket that you would normally have fried chicken in, because obviously it's working with Royal Farms' world-famous fried chicken. So it comes in the bucket... And in there was a swim shirt uh, because it is their world-famous Pilsner, and obviously it's a chicken and one of the, you know, like outdoor activity kind of thing. You're at the beach and you're hanging out. Maybe you got a bucket of fried chicken and you got some some apps and stuff and whatever, and you got some you got some beers and you got this world-famous Pilsner, uh, the collaboration between Heavy Seas and Royal Farms. So it had a swim shirt in there. It had two cans of the Pilsner, and it also had a uh, a mug, insulated mug from uh, Royal Farms for coffee. Very, very cool, including a couple of um, coupons for free chicken sandwiches and stuff if you're down in the uh, Delaware area. Now, um, the beer has been released already at the brewery, and it is in all Royal Farm stores that carry the beer in Maryland, Virginia, and Pennsylvania uh, this coming month of July. 
All you got to do to find the beer, go to royalfarms.com slash worldfamousbeer for a list of locations. Very cool. Uh, And on National Fried Chicken Day, Royal Farms is offering a free two-piece chicken with your registered Rofo Rewards card uh, or app on Monday, July 6th. So tomorrow, if you're uh, in the area of Royal Farms in Maryland, Virginia, and Pennsylvania, you've got your uh, uh, registered Rofo uh, Rewards card or app, you can get uh, a free two-piece chicken for National Fried Chicken Day. Very cool. Thank you, Heavy Seas, and thanks, Royal Farms, for the very cool, innovative packaging. As we move on here on our news segment here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, uh, Modern Times, San Diego headquartered Modern Times, great brewery, uh, is going to begin shipping beer to Texas through Ambient Opco, a statewide beer and wine distributor, according to a press release. A Modern Times founder CEO Jacob McKean said in the release, we are absolutely delighted to bring Modern Times to Texas. Uh, the uh, the group that will be distributing the beer has a real kick-butt team. We're really excited to hit the ground running with them. Texas will be Modern Times' 28th state. Uh, they are um, 44th on the Brewers Association list of top 50 craft breweries by volume. They operate six tap rooms in California, Los Angeles, Encinitas, uh, Santa Barbara, Oakland, and two in San Diego, and, of course, one in Portland, Oregon. I love Modern Times beer. I think it's fantastic. We visited one of the facilities um, when my wife and I were out there on vacation a couple of years ago. Had a great time and a re- in a really cool, funky neighborhood um, in uh, in San Diego. A lot of college kids, a lot of uh, a very uh, uh, young atmosphere. And uh, they had, uh, I think it was, uh, was it lampshades were the ceiling? And then on the walls for wallpaper, they had old computer floppy disks. As kind of wallpaper. Very, very cool. Uh, This year's Jack Daniels World Championship Invitational Barbecue Competition is being canceled. Uh, Amid the pandemic, the event is held annually at Jack Daniels in Lynchburg, Tennessee. The competition is scheduled for October 9th and 10th, but event organizers say the decision to cancel was made to prioritize the health and safety of competitors and attendees. And I think we're going to start seeing this all over. A lot of events are going to be canceled because they can't handle uh, large groups of people. And obviously, from a financial standpoint, it's not beneficial uh, to run a to run something where uh, you're going to lose money, uh, you know you're expecting a certain amount, and obviously things need to be paid for, and you might not make that amount. That's why I'm very skeptical about sports returning in large quantities. I don't think you're going to have fans in the football stands. I could be wrong, but I, I can't see how you would even have a stadium if you have eighty thousand fans, and then all of a sudden now you're down to forty thousand, and you have to spread them out in social distancing, and there's certain things that you can't do. You got people tailgating in the parking lot going to be very, very difficult to manage, but we shall see. Sin City Brewing, which is a brew pub with four locations in Las Vegas, will not reopening. The company announced this about a week and a half ago on social media. Brew pub chain operated locations in the Grand Bazaar shops at Bally's, the Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino, the Grand Canal shops at the Venetian and at Harmon Corner. All locations were located on Las Vegas Boulevard. Uh, the casinos began reopening on June 3rd after being closed since March 18th. Um, and this was the first major shutdown uh, since the assassination of President John F. Kennedy in 1963. Uh, that's over 50 years. That's, uh, that's a long time since Las Vegas was shut down. Uh, they brewed about 2,500 barrels in both 2018 and 2019. Very, very small place. Uh, the, the, company, uh, the Brewers Association lists the company as a small contract brewer. Um, Sin City Brewmaster Richard Johnson founded the company after serving as director of brewery operations at Gordon Beerspear. Night Shift Brewing, uh, six weeks after calling off their Philadelphia expansion, uh, Night Shift Brewing may add another taproom location in Natick, Massachusetts, 
early next year. The tap room would be part of a Level 99, an immersive gaming venue, slated to occupy the 48,000-square-foot former Sears department store inside the Natick Mall. A spokesperson for Night Shift described the company's involvement in the project as in the exploratory phase of a potential partnership. Level 99 would include 43 rooms for different interactive games. Guests can play in groups. The venue's target audience would be adults ages 21 to 39, but the tap room would be offset from activity spaces to separate it, obviously, from underage guests. Last month, Night Shift announced it was pulling the plug on a $12 million brewery in Philadelphia due to the economic downturn uh, caused by the pandemic. This is interesting. We'll we'll see what happens. Again, casinos are slowly starting to open up. I'm going to see how uh, Atlantic City is handling this uh, in terms of the amount of people that are in there, uh, how it's going to be... Um, you know, regulated and monitored. And again, I, I think this is this is also a case in a situation where people you have to use best judgment. If you're not feeling good, you feel sick, don't go. Don't go to the casino. Don't go out to a restaurant. This is not the norm anymore. It's not, well, I, I just have a cold or I just have this. Uh, stay home. Be smart. We don't want to see a resurgence of this where we have to start shutting everything down again. Remember, New York and New Jersey right now and Connecticut have the lowest rates, but even they've seen an uptick, which I think was expected. You know, more people are going back out again. More people are heading around. The virus is still out there. We don't have a vaccine. Probably not going to have one until the end of this year, early next year at best. And then, of course, it's mass producing it. So we need to be very careful about this here. Um, And, and, you know, again, just be smart. Um, The uh, Hoof-Hearted Brewing is coming out with a couple of new cans. Uh, one is the Triple Tapachi Cowboy Donkey Kong. It's a double IPA. Uh, this has pineapple added to it. It's a 8% ABV, and it's a 16-ounce can. Uh, Tell Trildonics, which is a farmhouse pale ale from them, and um, and then a, a Miracle Toast, which is a double-mashed Imperial Stout. That's clocking in at a 14% ABV, uh, and it will be out in 16-ounce cans. And then one I'm looking forward to, Triple Dry Hopped, Everybody Wants Some. It's a triple IPA. It's about a 9% ABV in 16-ounce cans. I've had Everybody Wants Some already from Hoofhearted. It is a fantastic beer. I love it. Uh, but now that it's uh, a triple dry hopped, I'm uh, encouraged to see it. Hopefully my favorite place, Paragon Tap and Table, will get cans in of this because I believe... Hoofhearted does. They must. If they were selling them, uh, they probably do have them uh, in New Jersey somewhere. But I'll have to look for that because uh, definitely want to check it out. And, you know, uh, before we take a break, that's the other thing. If you're going out and you're going to uh, breweries, whether it's in New Jersey or you're, they're just starting to open up again in New York uh, or anywhere else in this country, again, be smart. Don't hog up the time. Uh, if they're doing an open table kind of seating, you know, get in. Have a couple of beers for an hour or two with your friends, and then tip heavy and get out. Uh, that's the most important thing that you can do. Be responsible. Be smart. Again, we don't want to have a resurgence of this. And, it, the, you know, I think we're going to see a spike where we're going to see levels go back up again here in the tri-state area. I hope not, but I think we will. But if people are responsible and people do it smart, I think we will get through this and hopefully get into that new kind of normal. And when we come back after a short break, more news and notes from around the beer world. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. 
NYPD Chief of Department Terrace Monahan tells Kevin McCullough the NYPD will again protect communities. And the NYPD has been able to adapt throughout the years, and we're going to have to adapt to this new circumstances. We're also going to be able to get more police officers back into their commands, back out on the street in the communities that there's so much protesting to protect. Right. Kevin McCullough, Radio, weeknights at 5, with special airings, Wednesdays at 4, and AM 970. The answer. Relief Factor. Effective pain relief that really, really works. How do I know that? I don't have a script. I don't have talking points. I live it. I've been taking it for a year and a half. I had a lower back pain issue that had been plaguing me for nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor for two Weeks, yes, two weeks, and my pain was gone, and it's still gone. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. Don't take my word for it. See their incredible video testimonials at relieffactor.com, and then find out for yourself if this incredible drug-free product could work for you as well as it does for me and tens of thousands of Americans. It's so very, very simple. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack. It'll be at your door in three days or less. And I guarantee it, Dr. G's guarantee, if you take it morning and evening, as do I, for three weeks, by the end of that time, you will know if it works for you like it works for me. Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer. It was my fifth birthday, and my dad was bringing home the cake. Should have been here a half hour ago. The cake never made it, and neither did my dad. That was the day a drunk driver killed my dad. Daddy? Impaired drivers take lives. Think. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Aired in cooperation with the New York State Broadcasters Association. You're listening to Al Gutulo's Craft Beer Cast, sponsored in part by Source Farmhouse Brewery. Get your handcrafted beer from none other than The Source. Like AM 970, The Answer? Then don't forget to like us on Facebook. Interact with us. Share your thoughts about your favorite shows. Give feedback to our hosts. Share your opinion on hot topics. Learn about events and more. AM970TheAnswer.com. Listen to AM 970, The Answer, on Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, or Radio.com. Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gatulo, Instagram at Gatulo G A T U L O, Facebook dot com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. We are Alexa ready as well. We're on Radio.com. We're on uh, iHeartRadio. We're also over on the Hopped Up Network. Just go to the HoppedUpNetwork.com. You can listen to the podcast version 
of this particular program uh, Monday mornings before 6 a.m. Coming up in 10 minutes, Matt Green from Untied Brewing will join me. I'm going to chat with Matt about the changes he's made to his brewery in New Providence, New Jersey, to assist him during the pandemic. We'll talk about a few other things uh, as well. He's um, uh, outdoor. He's got an outdoor beer garden now, and they've just reopened for limited indoor seating. We'll talk to Matt all about that in about 10 minutes from now. Bottom line from Sammy Hagar and the Circle. Of course, Sammy in the news uh, the last couple of weeks because of some things that he said to Rolling Stone back in May. And I think they were taken again out of context. A number of people I know posted the articles on social media. Um, Sammy Hagar is a self-made millionaire. He made his money well before becoming a musician. And, you know, people say, oh, the Van Halen success and this and that. The guy was already a superstar, you know, a couple of times over before he joined Van Halen. And and not to get too far into the weeds, but Sammy apparently said back in Made a Rolling Stone, he wants to get back out on the road, he wants to play, and he's willing to take the risk of getting COVID-19. Again, this was during, uh, you know, the middle of May, the beginning of May he did this piece with Rolling Stone, and it didn't get released until late June, right? So things change. You know, you say something 30 days before and things could change in 30 days. So he put out a statement and said, look, you know, my, my remarks may have been a little insensitive, um, you know, but I, I'm out of work just as much as everybody else. He employs a, a full-time, you know, band and staff and whatever, you know, regardless of whether they play or not. So he's hurting just like everybody else. Now, I know you could say, well, you know, he's a millionaire, a billion, whatever it is. I, I get that part of it, okay? But Sammy does a lot. Sammy does a lot for uh, nonprofits. He does a lot for the for his community at large, and I, I think he was feeling like everybody else. Like, listen, if we can mitigate this and we can we can get out there without a vaccine, let's do it in a controlled fashion, in a way that will, you know, help the economy recover. You know, he gets it. He does get it. He wasn't being insensitive there. At least that's what I got from reading the piece and then reading his apology. But you take it as you as you may. It's my opinion, and and again, you don't have to. Uh, uh, again, there's a reason why there's it's an opinion and not fact. You know what I mean? Like, you can listen to it. You can make your own judgment about it. Uh, that's totally up to you. Now, anyway, let's get back into some more beer news. The first ever Craft Beer Marketing Awards, the CMBA, the Crushy Winners, were presented in a live virtual ceremony back on Tuesday, June 16th on Facebook Live and Zoom. The ceremony was streamed live on CMBA's Facebook page. It's the first awards program of its kind in the U.S. It officially launched, began accepting entries in the fall of 2019. Uh, we talked about this uh, last year when, uh, or actually, was it January? I think it was January. No, maybe it was last year. Um, it received entries from nearly every state in the country in addition to submissions from Mexico and Canada. Co-founder Jackie DeBella says, We're honored to have received so much interest in our first year with entries from both big and small breweries all across North America. There is a clear need for these awards to recognize the critical and increasing contribution that marketing efforts play in the competitive craft beer industry. We were so impressed with what was submitted, and look forward to seeing even more amazing work next year. Uh, the presenting sponsor, Hillebrand, co-hosted the event, along with CMBA founders Jim McCune and Jackie DeBella. We had Jim on the program. Additionally, Keg Pros from Hildebrand presented the winners of the People's Choices categories. CMBAs is also launching a weekly podcast starting this month. For more information about next year's CMBAs, please visit craftbeermarketingawards.com. I'm not going to go through the whole list. It's a lengthy list, but you can go over to uh, craftbeermarketingawards.com to see who won those awards. Kudos to the folks at CMBA. Uh, Border X and Mujeres Brew Club are opening a new San Diego location to focus 
on female brewers. This is really cool. So Latino-owned San Diego craft brewery Border X partnering with the Mujeres Brew Club to open a taproom location in the former Alta Brewing Space. Founder and CEO David Favela told Brewbound the new taproom brewery will operate as a nonprofit with a focus on empowering women within the craft beer space. Uh, as Favela said, we want to give a space to women and women of color to brew and design their own beers to decorate their own tasting room to hold their own events and their own activities. They'll be responsible for deciding what styles of beers they want to make, and our brewers will help make it happen. We really just want to give space to see what beers they come up with. This is very cool. This was first reported, actually, in Vine Pair. Um, the new space, located about a two-minute drive from Borderex's Barrio Logan Taproom, won't be branded as a Borderex facility, though, and instead will be called Mujeres Brew House. The facility will be funded via monthly donations from beers poured in Border X's tap rooms. Uh, the timeline, of course, for the new uh, for the new location to open, dependent on state and federal approvals. Of course, there's an outbreak, uh, a spike in COVID nineteen cases uh, in the Los Angeles area. Uh, the governor there, Governor Newsom, had to close a lot of bars in that area. So um, obviously, this is in San Diego, a little bit further south. So we'll see what happens with the uh, state and federal approvals. Um, if the nonprofit model proves successful, Borderex says they may explore similar efforts in other communities such as Los Angeles. That is really cool. We need more women brewers uh, in, the, uh, in the workforce uh, in the United States. Now, the Brewers Association announced the second round of layoffs uh, the Friday before last. This was back on the 26th of June. Uh, they cut 17% of their workforce. The layoff amounted to nine additional employees of the BA, including one of the most recognizable faces – uh, and advocates for small and independent craft brewers, Julia Hers. We've had Julia on the program before. Hers worked for the BA for more than 13 years. She last served as craft beer program director and publisher of craftbeer.com. Uh, Denver's alt-weekly newspaper, Westward, first reported Hers' departure from the BA. Uh, she already updated her LinkedIn profile. She's got a new uh, venture going on, Hers Muse Enterprises. She lists her new role, according to Brewbound, as advocate and educator. Uh, a couple of other people who were uh, cut loose. Gary Glass, the director of the American Homebrewers Association. He had been with the organization for 20 years. Catherine porter Drapeau, uh, the event association director. She had been with the group for more than 19 years. Uh, the BA has now cut its workforce by more than a third. In April, they laid off 23% of its staff. Uh, among the cuts earlier this year, Andy Sparhawk, who we've, uh, again, another gentleman we've had on the program before. He was their digital content editor for craftbeer.com, who had been with the BA uh, for 11 years. Uh, of course, why did they have to cut so many people? Well, look, they lost, they lost out on the Craft Brewers Conference and Brew Expo American in the World Beer Cup, which was slated for San Antonio, Texas in April. Uh, Savor, which is a huge event in Washington, D.C., uh, that, almost, uh, that about 2,000 people attend every year. Homebrew Con, which is the American Homebrewers Association annual gathering in Nashville, Tennessee. That was supposed to happen in June. And, of course, they canceled the Great American Beer Festival uh, in Denver uh, that was supposed to take place in September. So this is huge. Without those events going on, they lose a substantial portion of their revenue, and that's why they had to lay people off. So, again, wear a mask, folks. Let's, let's flatten the curve. Let's get this thing done so we can get back to normal. Now, hopefully a lot of these things will come back uh, around next year. I know the GABF is holding a virtual festival between October 1st and the 18th. You can buy a, um, um, you know, you can get deals on beer and stuff. But in a lot of places, you can't get beer shipped to you. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be difficult for them to generate money. And again, are people going to want to pay for an online event? I mean, I would, but would other people want to pay for an online event 
to sit and drink beers with other people virtually. We'll see. I mean, this is this could be again another new avenue to open up for people uh, for uh, you know a monetary gain. Finally, uh, as states have begun to reopen their bars, tap rooms, and restaurants in the wake of the COVID nineteen shutdown, uh, artisanal brewing ventures, which consists of Victory Brewing, Southern Tier, Six Point, and Bold Rock Hard Cider, uh, have come up with a new way to um, allow their tap rooms to reopen uh, following the guidelines laid out by the CDC and the state government. So they partnered with Charlotte-based Global Plasma Solutions, a leading manufacturer of air quality solutions. So ABV is installing these GPS needlepoint bipolar ionization technology throughout their breweries, tap rooms, and office spaces. The NBPI products purify the air by eliminating airborne particulates, odors, and pathogens. The system emits a high volume of ions that steal away hydrogen from the pathogens, driving them out of the airspace, leaving clean, healthy indoor air. The GPS is installed in more than 150,000 locations worldwide, including Duke University Medical Center and Charlotte's Douglas Airport. John Coleman, the CEO of Artisanal Brewing Ventures, said, Sometimes in crisis there is opportunity. We tried to use this time as an opportunity to raise our game and to create a better experience for our guests and at the same time create a safer working environment for our staff. This has been a trying time for everyone, and when our customers decide it's time for them to come back out, we want to be there to deliver for them and make them feel like they are safe here with us. All nine ABV locations will have the units installed by the end of the month and are currently in various stages of reopening. So this is great. So they took it a step further and tried to do as much as they can to eliminate stuff that could affect you in in an indoor environment. So kudos to uh, Artisanal Brewing Ventures for doing this. Again, this is in uh, Victory Brewing's locations, Southern Tier, Six Point, of course, in Brooklyn, and Bold Rock Hard Cider. Um, All of those will be installed, and I'm guessing most of them have been installed already uh, in the various places uh, where these beers are sold and where they have their tap rooms uh, and kitchens and stuff. So this is just another step further. My question is, would smaller breweries be able to afford such equipment to make sure that the air is purified? That's that's going to be the problem. I would love to see smaller breweries adopt this. Obviously, ABV with their um, you know their their number of breweries, they have the capital to be able to do this. I don't know if other companies, smaller breweries, would be able to do the same. We shall see. When we come back after a short break, Matt Green from Untied Brewing will join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM nine seventy. The answer. It's clear at 82 degrees what's going on. We have the answer. The path to holding President Trump's nominating speech in Florida is a bit more complicated now. NBC's Monica Alba explains one reason why is a new order in Jacksonville. They just implemented a mandatory mask order if you're indoors, also in public. But the city of Jacksonville hasn't said how long that will go on. Will that still be in place in late August when the convention is set to take place? That depends. Another reason is the big spike in coronavirus cases in Florida. Just over 10,000 new infections were reported today. The state now has more than 200,000 cases. FDA Commissioner Dr. Stephen Hahn said on CNN State of the Union today that it's too early to say whether the convention can be safely held in Florida. 
Hoboken is figuring out how it is going to handle a spike in coronavirus cases. Mayor Ravi Bala is considering new regulations for face coverings, saying that if the state of New Jersey required people to wear masks or allowed cities to do so, he would fully support the measure. Since Thursday, the city has seen 17 new confirmed cases of COVID-19. Some of the people infected had recently traveled to states like Florida, where cases are soaring. In sports, the British government has given the go-ahead for Manchester City to host Real Madrid in the second leg of their last 16 match in the Champions League next month. There was a chance that the game would be played at a neutral venue, but the British government announced that selected sports stars would be exempt from two-week quarantine requirements, opening the door for teams from outside Britain to compete. Manchester City won the first leg in Madrid. 2-1. Traffic delays. Well, if you're traveling at the inbound GWB, we had some minor delays earlier of about 5 to 10 minutes, and it's stop and go across the span. Still, lower level seems to be moving pretty well. All your approaches are problem-free at this point. Weather for tonight, clear, low about 75 degrees, and then for tomorrow, 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 88. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno and AIM 970, The Answer. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon, only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer, YouTube star Jamie Grace, and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of the Bible. Watch this movie now at SalemNow.com and save 20% when you use promo code WNYM. Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com, promo code WNYM. Dan Proft, weeknights at 9 on AM 970. The answer. the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer on this 4th of July weekend. You can follow me on Twitter very easily at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, Google Play, iTunes, just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. We're Alexa ready as well. We're available on Radio.com, iHeartRadio, and of course on Monday mornings, the podcast version of this program can be heard right over on the Hopped Up Network. You just head over to thehoppedupnetwork.com to listen to this show or a plethora of others whenever you want. Well, the waiting, as Tom Petty once sang, is the hardest part. My next guest is the owner of a brewery located in New Providence, New Jersey. It's a short ride from Route 78's Berkeley Heights exit. And since the pandemic, uh, they were doing orders to go in delivery. Uh, but now the state has moved forward with their phases that have been able to open Outside, and they've got a really cool beer garden that's going on. But unfortunately, earlier this week, uh, they were supposed to start opening up uh, inside to have uh, indoor, um, you know, tasting and stuff. 
But that has been uh, put on indefinite hold because of a spike of coronavirus cases across the United States. We're going to talk to uh, our next guest about that and a, pl- and a bunch of other stuff as well. UntiedBrewingCO.com is the website for more information and how you can order beer and get it delivered right to your very home uh, in the state of New Jersey. Let me welcome back to the show Matt Green. Matt, how are you? I'm doing well, Al. Thanks for uh, having me on the show again. Absolutely. The pandemic started back in March, quickly closing off two of your main sources of revenue, obviously, uh, delivery to bars and in kegs, and of course, your tap room itself. How quickly were you able to shift uh, to uh, to go orders and delivery, Matt? Uh, we were um, kind of lucky in some regards, so we were able to um, quickly shift. Um, probably for, for two reasons. Uh, virtually all our beers that we make have uh, have labels already approved by by the TTB, and we do most of our serving in our tap room from serving tanks. And so we didn't have the challenge of trying to convert kegs into cans. So we're we're able to line up a canning company pretty quick and convert everything over to cans. Um, and then the delivery the delivery part of it, um, you know, obviously the state allowed you guys to start delivering beer. Um, how fast were you able to get that get that going, or was that a bit of a process? Yeah, the, the delivery had a had a start, a stop, and a start again. So that was a little bit, bit challenging. And and once we kind of got going and, and figured out our schedule, mm-hmm. it, it's been pretty uh, smooth running for the past uh, two months or so. Um, it has died off a little bit recently with the outdoors opening. Right. But it, it was it was great to have when, especially when when this thing first started, when people weren't going out in a stay at home order to to bring beer directly to consumers' home. It was a a huge help and, and a plus for, for the business and the industry. And uh, State Senator Vin Gopal uh, from Monmouth County was one of the sponsors of that bill that allowed uh, uh, the delivery service to continue and obviously the to-go drinks uh, at bars and restaurants and stuff. Um, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be in effect uh, once the pandemic ends or six months after. I, I, you know, I know he wants to, the senator wants to make the bill permanent. Is the delivery service something you will continue to do after the pandemic is over if the state allows it? Most likely, we'll continue to do it and and see it goes. As long as there's a you know consumer need and demand there, we'll we'll probably do it. It has been very helpful for us, and 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 we have been continuing to do it with the outdoors uh, being open as well. So we do expect to continue it for for some time. Right. And we're going to get to the outdoor thing in just a second. But as a small business, Matt, were you able to take advantage of the PPP program? Yes, we, we had a, a really good banker and bank that was able to get us through in the first round, and we've been part of the PP program, which also was a help. And, and we do have a small amount of uh, SBA loans, so, so the SBA loan relief that was part of that same package was also a huge help for us as well. Oh, that's great. Now, we're talking with Matt Green, the owner of Untied Brewing, located in New Providence, New Jersey. UntiedBrewingCO.com is the website for more information. Very easy to get to right off of you taking Route 78. You get off at the Berkeley Heights exit, uh, take a ride up Diamond Hill Road. It's a couple, it's like a right and uh, two lefts, and you'll pass the New Providence train station. It's very easy to get to. It's a great little place. We're here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So part of Phase 2, Matt, allowed you guys to reopen with a beer garden to serve customers. How has that gone so far? It's been good. It's, it's had its challenges. Um, one, it's a, a little bit logistically challenging, um, going inside and outside and pouring and basically doing cable service, which we normally didn't do. And the weather hasn't been cooperating the first couple of weeks that we've been open from either oppressive heat or 
or rain, but it's uh, it's definitely been helpful. It's it's better than being completely closed, and we're making the most of every kind of twist and turn that comes comes our way. Now, I, I understand because I saw some pictures of it, and I haven't been over there uh, yet for the outdoor part of it, but. Um, I, I know the area that you're in, in, in this little industrial park in New Providence, doesn't really have a lot of shady areas. So I guess, obviously, the heat was a, was a big factor. So uh, moving forward, are you looking to put up you know, more tented areas so that people can have some covering? Or is it just going to be a kind of catch-as-catch cam when you're there? Yeah, we're, we're, we're looking at that um, at, uh, absolutely th- this week. Um, originally, it wasn't part of the initial plans with the indoor being open, but now right. that's that has been suspended. Uh, we need to focus on the outside a little bit more. There, there is a number of trees nearby that around 5, 530 does bring some shade in for, for the evening, and we're looking to supplement that for gotcha. with the more daytime hours. Gotcha. And as of, this, uh, as of this past week, July 2nd, that was supposed to be the start of indoor service. This past Thursday, you guys were supposed to start with that indoor service, but of course, earlier in the week, Governor Murphy uh, put a stop on that indefinitely because of a spike of coronavirus cases uh, across the country, and he's afraid that it's going to come uh, to New Jersey. And I know this is going to be a big shock to many people out there that are listening. I'm not the biggest fan of Governor Murphy, but I do think in this case he was being a bit prudent about it because of, you know, obviously a few businesses in New Jersey were not really following the rules of social distancing and what the governor was laying out. And so he's putting a stop to it. Now, Matt, you were preparing for that. What were your restrictions indoors going to be? Yeah, so in the original executive order, there's there's a number of restrictions, um, which I think are a little bit different than some of the other states that are having some of the issues. Uh, one thing, for example, you can only have food or beverage sitting down. All the tables need to be uh, socially distanced apart um, and, and some other restrictions to make it a safe environment. Um, you know, on top of it, we have a very big space with lots of room, uh, high ceilings, uh, a brand new air handling system we put in when we open. So uh, we're actively working on trying to make a safe and comfortable environment for uh, for all our guests. But understand the, the concern and caution and you know, we'll keep following the, the governor and everyone else's lead on what we can do and when we can do it. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I, I, you know, we, my wife and I have taken advantage of the outdoor dining the last couple of weeks, and you know, we go to our local place uh, in Clark, New Jersey, Paragon Tap and Table, and you know, it's been nice to sit outside. I, but both of us were kind of, you know, ex- sort of excited and sort of apprehensive about the indoor stuff because it was like, all right, you know, it's twenty five percent of people. How how do we know that it's going to be safe in there? And then the other part of my brain is saying. Okay, you know, they're walking in and out of the restaurant and delivering food. What's the difference if they're walking out with the food and they have it or we're sitting inside and somebody has it? But I get the concerns and my wife wasn't too crazy about doing the indoor stuff. And I'm okay with being a little bit prudent uh, as we continue on here. So, I I mean, I know that the governor has his his fans and his haters. Uh, On this side, I have to side with him on this one. We're talking with Matt Green. He's the owner of Untied Brewing, located in New Providence, New Jersey. UntiedBrewingCO.com is the website for more information. You can order beer from there. You can order it for pickup. You can order it for delivery. They'll deliver in in, uh, zones around New Jersey, and they have different days when they deliver. It's a great little brewery uh, located right off of Route 78 
in New Providence, New Jersey. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Last question for me, Matt. You recently came out with a beer uh, that I was able to purchase called Untied Cares. What was the thinking behind this beer? And by the way, a delicious beer, uh, one of the best that you've put out uh, you know, so far. I loved it. I, wish I, I, I know I bought two four-packs. I wish I had bought two more. It was so good. What was the thinking behind this brew? Yeah, there are, there are a few different thoughts that, that, that went into it. Uh, primarily being we wanted to get back somehow. And initially we were looking at raising, to, making beer to raise funds to donate to certain causes. And you know, uh, when, when we initially did the research, it was before Brewery Strong and some other um, uh, foundations appeared. And we wanted to make sure that the employees of our industry were included that may have been affected by this. Right. And, and, and in the end, we decided to give back directly to the people that have been supporting us, which includes all those groups. And we basically sold the beer at cost um, and provided a, a fantastic beer at a great price to kind of help support all our customers, the community, and, and those that have been supporting our industry. Well, you know, a Brewery Strong, I'm a big fan of. I think what Rob Callahan has done and has helped out for the state of New Jersey. I know all the press has gone to Guy Fieri and, and you know, his big thing for the restaurant industry, and they've raised uh, $20 million. But what Rob has done in such a short period of time with Brewery Strong, and it's thanks to you guys uh, on the brewery end of it of producing these beers and, 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 you know, putting all these things out there and getting the money directly to people that need the help when they need it the most is a phenomenal thing. And the fact that when I when I saw the beer, I was like, wait a second, he say he's charging how much for it? What? I said, I'm buying this no matter what. I mean, I was I wanted to support you anyway, but for for what you you charged for that beer and where the money is going to, I was happy to help out. You put that beer out again, Matt, and you will absolutely. I don't care if you charge eighteen dollars a four pack. I would be there to buy it uh, in a second. It was fantastic. I, I just really appreciate uh, what you've done and how you've kept your business moving uh, throughout this pandemic. My guest has been Matt Green. He's the owner of Untied Brewing in New Providence, New Jersey. UntiedBrewingCO.com. That's his website. You can order beer directly from there. Uh, you can go pick it up uh, over at their little place in New Providence, New Jersey, or they will deliver uh, throughout New Jersey. There's different days where they'll deliver throughout New Jersey. You definitely have to check them out. Uh, they are doing some great stuff. Matt, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it. Thanks, Al, for having me. You got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Gallagher believes the virus will have a huge effect on the election. I really believe it all comes down to this virus. It really comes down to where this thing goes. Everything hinges on coronavirus. Uh, The economy, the mood of the country, the election. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 10, right before Dennis Prager at 1 on AM 970. The answer. You know, folks, we've all been through the ringer these last few months, and the simple pleasures in life are not so easy to come by these days. But one thing that can make being stuck at home a little bit better is having a delicious beer from Source Farmhouse Brewery. You've heard me talk about the Source First Annual Pro-Am Homebrew Competition. That is taking place all through the month of July. We'll be tasting beers, and then we're going to have our big finale, a live broadcast 
from Source coming up the first week of August, but you can still order yourself a great beer for pickup or delivery in New Jersey. They create handcrafted farm-to-glass ales and lagers brewed on-site in true farmhouse brewery tradition. And let me tell you, they have some great beers that are released every single week. Now, Source releases their beers on Friday mornings. All you have to do is head over to beerbroadcast.com and sign up to get notified. I can personally attest to the quality of their product. They're what separates a good beer from a life-changing beer. To order beers from Source on Fridays, check out beerbroadcast.com and sign up. It's super easy. And to learn more about the story of Source, go to sourcebrewing.com. We're Diamond and Silk, and we have a new book coming out called Uprising. The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. It's about how we overcame poverty and hardship by not letting anyone else define who we are, what we can do, or who we are supposed to vote for. And guess what? You can do it too. That's right. And we want you to hear our personal story for the first time. Uprising by Diamond and Silk, coming August 18th. Pre-order at Amazon or wherever books are sold. Take AM 970 The Answer anywhere you go with our mobile app. Get in on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Radio.com. The Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, final segment of the broadcast. As always, it's Suds and Duds. Following me is very easy. You just go to Twitter at Alcatulo, Instagram at Catulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, via email at Albert at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find the shows on those two platforms. We're Alexa ready as well. Radio.com, iHeartRadio. And we are also available on the Hopped Up Network. If you head over there on Monday mornings just before 6 a.m., you will listen to the podcast version of the show. You can download it and listen to it at your leisure. How cool is that? Uh, so suds and duds, a couple of good ones uh, for this week. First off, uh, second week in a row, we were able to do some outdoor dining. Uh, my wife and I at our favorite place, the Paragon Tap and Table. It's funny. We went to Staten Island to get haircuts for the first time in, I, God, since February I had my hair cut which was uh, a nice thing because, uh, believe me, I had uh, uh, wings on the side of my head that I felt like I was going to fly away. I felt like Paulie Walnuts from, uh, uh, from The Sopranos. But anyway, we got haircuts. We were driving back. Um, we didn't stay on Staten Island to eat. Maybe we should have, but it was one of those, like, listen, I want to get out of here and, and get back to, uh, back to Jersey. I figured we were going to be a little bit longer on Staten Island than we actually were. Uh, so as we were on our way back, um, we were going to stop in Rawway uh, for some dinner, but then decided, let's just go to Paragon. We'll see if they if they have a table. And turns out our friends were there. Uh, so we got to hang out with them and share a couple of beers and some food, which was really nice. And it turned out to be a really nice night because we ended up back at their house later on. We went home first and then went back out um, because my wife said, you know, it's 830. What are we doing home at 830? Let's go over to our friends. They invited us over. Let's just go and listen to some music, and drink some beer. So that was very good. So kudos to my wife for that one. Anyway, started off with the Heady Gems from Brick City. This is this is just a fantastic beer. Bricks does such a great job, uh, and they're doing a lot of uh, to-go stuff. Uh, I know they were uh, 
Uh, again, uh, you know, the uh, Jersey breweries are allowed to open up their tap room to a limited amount of people. Um, you know, some are choosing to do that. Some are not. Some are waiting to see what happens. So, um, you know, they're taking a slow approach to it. But Hetty is Hetty Jams is such a great beer by Bricks. It's juicy. It's just it's really, really good. It's a fantastic beer. Love that uh, Paragon has it on tap, uh, you know, as often as they do. Now, here's one that surprised me. I am not the biggest fan of Magnify Brewing Company uh, in New Jersey. I find a lot of Magnify's beers have an acidic burn to it when I drink it that I don't really care for. And so um, they had reserved on tap uh, at uh, Paragon, and I decided, you know what, let me just have it and, and, you know, why not give it a shot? And I have to tell you, it was surprisingly good, it was dank, it was juicy, and I did not get that acidic burn uh, afterwards. Now, could it have been because the keg had been sitting in Paragon's uh, cold storage for a while and kind of settled down a little bit and they didn't tap it right away? Possibly. Maybe in the process when um, Magnify was putting it together, it was a little while before it got delivered and again, sat in the cold box and was conditioned down a little bit? Possibly. That was my biggest problem with Magnify for a while. So nice to see that I'm, I, I can be pleasantly surprised by a brewery that I'm not the biggest fan of because, again, that acidic burn uh, bothers me. So I was very happy to see that reserved uh, from Magnify was actually really, really good. And then I think we had an Icarus, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't remember which Icarus that we had. Um, you know what? I can't remember off the top of my head. I didn't check into it on Untapped, and I don't know why I didn't check into it. Probably because I'd, I'd had it already. That's probably why um, I didn't. Anyway, uh, moving along, uh, the good folks from Trogues sent me their Nimble Giant which comes out once a year. Uh, it is one of their most popular once-a-year releases. It's a double IPA, uh, notes a grapefruit rind, pineapple, and honeysuckle, um, rivals Mad Elf in the excitement it generates leading up to its annual release. Uh, it is a, um, it's got notes of creamsicle and mango, mosaics, honeysuckle, and grapefruit, and Azaka's intense pineapple. It clocks in at 9%, and it's a, it's a really deep orange double IPA. There's a little bit of a Pilsner Vienna malt backbone on it. It drinks so easy. A little bit of sweetness on this. Nice hop. We had a little fire going in my neighbor's backyard. It was fantastic. Great 16-ounce can. This is definitely something I would look for in the store right away, and I would get it. Now, I know that they they have a freshness date, I think, until October, which is more than 90 days. So you got to figure July, August, September, kind of October is kind of cutting it a little bit in terms of the freshness. But... This is a great beer, Nimble Giant. Thanks to the folks from Trogues uh, for sending me the samples. Very much appreciate that. That was a, a great beer. Uh, really enjoyed that. And then the folks from Heavy Seas, I had sent them an email. They had sent me uh, this thing about this world-famous Pilsner that they had put out in conjunction with Royal Farms Chicken, world-famous fried chicken, right? So I reached out to them, and I said, listen, if you, ha- if you have samples when you release it, we'd love to try it. Never heard back. Figured, okay, you know, they're busy. Wouldn't, wouldn't be able to get any samples. Well, let me tell you something. They win the prize for innovative packaging. This was really cool. So they sent me two cans of the Pilsner in a chicken bucket, in a world-famous uh, fried chicken, Royal Farms chicken bucket, right, with a, uh, a coffee mug, with an insulated coffee mug, and a swim shirt. Um, really cool packaging. I was very impressed. Um, and I have to tell you, I cracked a can of this over the weekend. This is just a really nice Pilsner Crisp, bright, delicious. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm sure it would go well uh, with Royal Farms' um, world-famous fried chicken. 
Uh, the beer has been released. It was released about a week and a half ago. Uh, it's in all Royal Farm stores that carry beer in Maryland, Virginia, and Pennsylvania uh, this month. Uh, to find the beer, go to royalfarms.com slash worldfamousbeer for a list of locations. Um, now, National Fried Chicken Day is on Monday, July 6th. So if you're in the area of Maryland, Virginia, or Pennsylvania, Royal Farms is offering a free two-piece chicken with your registered Rofo Rewards card um, or app tomorrow, Monday, July 6th. That is pretty cool. So it's a 5% Pilsner. Definitely check it out. Thanks to the folks from Heavy Seas and World Farms for the packaging. That was awesome. Really enjoyed it. Uh, Twin Elephant Brewing uh, released another beer in cans, Dr. Octagon. First off, I love the name, and I love the packaging. It's like a like an, a green alien with like a pink kind of like, um, I don't know, how would I describe it? A pink wig, like kind of like a furry wig. Really cool. Juicy with a little tiny bite on this one. Fantastic Twin Elephant, of course, just knocking it out of the park with their beers. And anytime they come out with a can release that I'm interested in, I try to jump on it and get it because uh, they do such a great job. And they, much like Source Brewing, have a very limited capacity uh, for cans, so they sell out very quickly. And what I love that uh, Twin Elephant does, they don't really make a big announcement when they're dropping the can. They just kind of post it to their social media, and if you're paying attention, you jump on it, you get it. And if you're not... Well, then you're going to miss out. Now, Source, on the other hand, which portions of this program, brought to you by Source Brewing. Uh, get your beer directly from the Source. Route 34 in Colts Neck, New Jersey, right next to Delicious Orchards. Um, Source, their beer is so popular, and the website that they use, beerbroadcast.com, is so popular. Well, every Friday when they come out with their beer, the site crashes instantly. Or it's sold out instantly. This is, you know... In a lot of ways, it's a good problem to have, but also in a lot of ways, it's not such a good problem to have. You want to have your customers get that experience. So I'm hoping that as things are opening up again, people will be able to go to the brewery and get beer. People will actually be able to uh, get pours of the beer, in whether it's in a growler form, uh, you, know, in, you know, those types of things, so that everybody can experience it. So I ended up picking up the single silo series, the Ultra Muteca uh, from Source, and I have to tell you, I felt like I was sitting in the tropics with this one. It was delicious, juicy with some nice citrus flavors, a fantastic beer. Um, got a can of Really Don't Even Think About It by Untied, and thanks, Matt Green. A couple weeks ago when I went to pick up the uh, Untied Cares beer, he had given me a can of this to take home. This is great. A juicy, nice, bitter bite. Love it. This is one of the better beers that Untied has made. Um, I haven't tried all of their beers. Some I remember when I had their... Uh, their heat beer, their stout beer with, with peppers in it, oh, my God, it was way overpowering. And I had mentioned that to Matt. Like, it was, for me, it was too hot. But this beer is fantastic. This is a great IPA. He's really done a nice job with this. Kudos to Matt uh, and his crew there. That's a fantastic beer. That's something I could buy over and over again and drink it and not have a problem. And then um, a source of hoppiness uh, from Source. This was, a, you know, a, a re-release of their source of hoppiness beer. Tropical, hazy, and juicy. It's perfect on a summer day. Uh, the proceeds from this beer, uh, for this purchase of the Source of Happiness, because the, the label changed. It was kind of a darker label uh, to kind of reflect black is beautiful. And the um, portions of this uh, sale are going to help um, uh, a person uh, of color uh, get a scholarship to a prestigious school in Chicago to learn all about beer making, which I think is fantastic. That's a great way uh, to give back and get more African-Americans involved in brewing, because there's not enough of them. We need to have more African-Americans involved in making beer. We need more women making beer. All of these things are good things for the beer community, and we need more of this. That is an awesome thing. But, folks, we're out of time. 
My thanks to everyone involved in the show, as well as my guest, Matthew Green, from Untied Brewing. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., this has been the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody.